0: No Jimmy Butler, no Bam Adebayo for the Miami Heat, but it doesn't matter. They get one of their best wins of the season because they're getting supporting efforts from all over the rest of the roster. We break down how the Heat beat the Bucs tonight and more coming up next. You are Locked On Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On
1: Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, welcome to a Wednesday night live edition of Locked on Heat, breaking down the Miami Heat's win over the Milwaukee Bucks, however you may be listening on YouTube or the recording uh, on one of your favorite podcast feeds. Thank you for making Locked on Heat your first listen every day. I'm Wes Goldberg here with David Rimmel. Uh, David, let's just jump right into this game. The Miami Heat beat the Milwaukee Bucks 113-104. to 104. No Jimmy Butler, no Bam Adebayo, no Markeith Morris, still no Victor Oladipo. Uh, injuries up and down this roster, But uh, with a nice day of film, they come out, they look engaged, they look energized, they get 28 points from Caleb Martin, they get a big second half from Kyle Lowry and Max Struess, they're getting a great game from P.J. Tucker on both ends of the court. My question to you, David, is simple. Is this the best win of the season for these
1: Miami Heat? Hell yes. With everything that was at stake, with the fact that they were hosting the Milwaukee Bucks, that they were missing their two best players, and that they were able to bring this level of energy something that you and I had been talking about recently that we just hadn't seen they were so energized they were sloppy at first tightened things up but they kept that energy consistent they had a great game plan they executed it down to stretch absolutely best game of the season it goes back and forth for
0: most of the game there uh and and the whole game sort of took the sort of the storyline of different pushes from different players on the heat at different moments. And at first it was Caleb Martin with that tremendous first half scoring most of his 28 points. Okay. Uh, he ends up, let's just read the line here. Cause that basically tells the whole story with 28 points on nine for 12 shooting six of eight from three point range. He gets to the line four times, makes all four of those free throws has eight rebounds. He has three assists. He has two blocks. It, it felt like to me, he had like five or six blocks in that game. Cause he was just all yeah. over the place defensively. Uh Caleb Martin was awesome. P.J. Tucker puts his fingerprints all over the game. Just incredible one-on-one defense, man-to-man defense on Giannis. Of course, he knows Giannis' tendencies, having won a championship with him last year. And you could just tell, I said this, he was blowing in Giannis's ear. That was the kind of defense he was playing. He was all over him. He was frustrating him. In a moment in the second half, Giannis just shoved him uh, with, his, with his offhand. The ref didn't call it. I actually thought that was the moment where the game could have turned. Because right. of some questionable officiating, right? Ooh. Giannis gets away with that, gets the dunk. He uh, misses the free throw, then gets the offense. And then there's a sort of weird kind of jump ball call situation there. <laughs> yeah. um, Milwaukee ends up back with the ball. They end up coming out of this, like, you know, two for one type of possession situation with just three points, which uh, was fortunate for Miami. But then uh, Max Struess just answers with back to back threes. The Heat are able to pull away. It's still a close game throughout that fourth quarter, but the Heat really did have control, I thought, for most of that fourth quarter. Second half yeah, of the fourth
1: quarter, certainly. Yeah, they were, they were just hanging on there, just doing just enough, getting some key points here and there from certain players. But defensively, that was really where there was you know, their, their bread was buttered. They were so phenomenal. And, and I'm glad you brought up Tucker because his, his footwork, his anticipation, mm-hmm. just his timing, his toughness, everything you sign him for this is the reason exactly. why tucker is on his roster for these kind of matchups against Giannis, against durant somewhere down the line this is why you want him on the floor that's why he's such a crucial player and i tweeted this out during the game i think his offense was phenomenal too he had the floater he was making sharp passes i think a season high eight assists to go along with those 50 career points. high yeah oh career high well it's a career better. high Amazing. Just uh, just fine spots. Just was getting everybody good looks. Uh, f- phenomenal night for Tucker. Incredible. I mean, so many great performances. I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about them throughout the show. But Tucker was great for 48 minutes there. I mean, Martin was phenomenal. Uh, we haven't even talked about Casey O'Pala coming up and, and right. making some big plays down the stretch, getting a big block, having a nice three-pointer there when Miami, again, needed just enough scoring to be able to stem the tide there and to be able to keep uh milwaukee at bay uh yeah to see can casey have maybe his best game in a heat uniform oh definitely definitely i mean you mentioned that three there in the
0: corner that he made uh that right. was huge that was oh yeah that was like you know that reminded me that was like a big shot Bosch type of shot where it's Ooh. you just you needed, oh, you just needed something like that in that yeah. moment uh the heat were still up at that point but but yeah. the bucks were still hanging around you just needed so you they, there was a there was like a minute, two-minute stretch there in that fourth quarter yeah. where they weren't scoring. They were just kind of ticky-tack fouls were being called and stuff like that, and there were a little bit of a rut. Casey Ackwell hits that three. Um, between him, them running that handoff for Max Struess in the fourth quarter who played oh. that, that fourth-quarter spot instead of Duncan Robinson, they just ran it like clockwork over and over and over again. They were getting those from him. Caleb Martin has that dagger dunk at the end just to sort of seal the deal um, and I thought that that stretch there, from the the, the Max Strus uh, handoff threes to the KZ Akpala corner three to that Caleb Martin dagger dunk, all all of that happening in the second half, of that fourth quarter, and in that final you know two minutes of the fourth quarter in in regards to to uh, KZ and, and Caleb Martin, kind of summarize that entire game. Yeah, you got a nice contribution from uh, Kyle Lowry in that second half. Well, sixteen points in that third quarter really Huge. sort of broke the game open for Miami. Huge. Uh, But you weren't getting much from Tyler Hero. Obviously, no Jimmy. Obviously, no Bam. It was those guys. It was those depth pieces getting it done for Miami. And that's what was missing. I mean, it just felt like in this last week, David, it was like without Jimmy, without Bam, it was sort of Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, and a bunch of role players. And those role players stepped up tonight. It was at home, but and it was against a big opponent that they wanted to beat after getting washed by him over the weekend. Uh, But I thought, you know, Eric Spolster came out at the end of the, the other game and uh, the last game and said, hey, I need to do better. I need to get these guys more organized. Uh, they had a whole day of film on Tuesday. They come out Wednesday looking fresh, energized, crisp, ready to go. I thought it was yep. probably the most important practice slash film that the Heat have had all year because they bounced back with a big win. What we're considering their best win of the season with all things considered here. and yep. um, And it feels like this is the heat that we saw early in the year chris passing great man-to-man defense chasing off after offensive rebounds being opportunistic in those uh, in those uh important pockets of the game this was right. the heat that we saw early in the season the one that has gotten away from us the last couple of weeks i think they're back here i think this
1: was a refreshing big uh vitalizing win for them a reminder that they're as good as they can be. Like, like, It started off so shaky. Despite the energy being there, mostly because of Caleb Martin and his incredible performance, yeah. you were getting some really shaky uh, guard play from Lowry and Hero. Five turnovers apiece in the first quarter. They just looked really bad, forcing the issue a little bit. The timing was off. Lowry oh, was, missed his first six threes. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. What a turnaround game for him, because in the yeah. third quarter, he just remembered, oh, yeah, I'm a Hall of Fame point guard. I can do this. He was aggressive, taking the three-point shot, was just taking it to Drew Holiday. It looked like they were having a nice battle between the two. Holiday mostly won that b- battle, but, well, you know what? It doesn't matter, because Lowry won the game. That's really what counted. <laughs>
0: uh, let's get to some Buck stuff here, too, because uh, I think it's important. 15 points for Giannis on 13 shots. Again, you go back to P.J. Tucker, his 13. defense— Four of 13 overall, uh, six rebounds, four assists. He was a minus 11 in that game. Uh, Chris Middleton was okay for them, 20 points on five for 13. Drew Holiday had a nice game for them, 27 points on 12 for 17. They got, you know, other spots, 18 points from Bobby Portis, eight from Grayson Allen. Um, you're getting six points from Connaughton off the bench. I thought um, Ronnie Hood was good for them coming off the bench on both on yeah. both ends of the floor, all these things. It wasn't like the Bucks played poorly. But being able to limit Giannis in that way, the Heat don't do it every time to Giannis, but it feels like they do this more to Giannis than any other team, right? Because now oh, for sure. before
1: it used to be Jay Crowder, now right. it's PJ Tucker. Bam, <laughs> being the guy who can defend them better than anybody else in the league. I mean, they've got yeah. the they've got the recipe. They've got the right players who are willing to take it to Giannis. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that PJ
0: Tucker was like, "Hey, I got this, man." And Casey yeah. Akpala early in the game would come over and try to help, and PJ Tucker would just scream at him. And eventually, stay it took it, <laughs> it took three or four times, but Casey eventually got the hint, and then he yeah. was like, "All right, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to do that. I'll stay home. I'll stay. You know what? That's a good <laughs> yeah. point. I'm going to do that." And then he did, and and he stopped picking up those fouls. And then that was the reason why he was able to be in the game. But even then, it was before. like
1: he made this in-game adjustment where he kind of was like picking up the timing, he kind of learning on the fly so that he could be opportunistic, getting yeah. a shot, poking a ball free, etc., not just trying to draw contact, which we've seen from him. Always a step too slow. Not tonight. Tonight he kind of figured it out. And uh, you know credit to, uh, to PJ for being the first initial line of defense there, holding his own, just – Botting him up, using that lower leg strength to leverage everything else that makes him such a great defender against taller guys like Kumpel, like Durant. I mean, that it's just yeah. a phenomenal performance from him. Are you ready to wax
0: poetic about Caleb Martin?
1: Oh, please.
0: Are you ready? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Well, first, tell the listeners about Shopify.
1: Oh, yeah, Shopify. Uh, you probably hear this wonderful sound. That's right. That's the sound of money being made here because it's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their product. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once available just for big businesses. So upstart's Startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scale your business is a journey of endless possibility. And Shopify helps make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. I love how Shopify has all the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the club. So go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, all lowercase, for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash right now. That's Shopify.com slash locked on And do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Because it's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to about $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and it's helped them save... Get this $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash lockdown NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash lockdown NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Go to truebill.com slash on NBA. All right, back
0: here with Locked On Heat. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. Um, and thank you all to uh, whoever's watching on our YouTube live right now. We have our Live post game reactions of the Miami Heat's win over the Milwaukee Bucks, and now it is time for some player grades. David and I don't have my my glasses or my my bow tie on me right now, but um, maybe I dropped the ball. Caleb Martin did not, because <laughs> this guy gets an A plus 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 for the game. Twenty eight points. We already read the box score. His best game in a Heat uniform, probably the best game Ever. of his career, dating back By to far. college. Dating back to what? This was. We could talk about the dunks. We could talk about the threes, all that stuff that he did, and and, and it's it's all noteworthy. But what is standing out to me with Caleb Martin, uh, David, is I I was a little skeptical. I was a Caleb Martin skeptic earlier in the year because I love the energy, I love the athleticism, I loved all that stuff. But what I always said is like this guy just plays way too out of control. He does one good thing, and he 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 you know, he follows that up with two bad things, like a, a bad foul, a turnover. Just kind of a, a boneheaded play, kind of going for a dunk when he shouldn't, wasting possessions in that way. That stuff has right. kind of been sponged out of his game now, and he seems a lot more in control. He's picking his spots. Those threes that he's taking are in rhythm and in the flow of the offense. They're leaving him open because early in the game he's playing a lot with Duncan Robinson because he was getting the start in the place of Jimmy Butler tonight. And so all these guys were looking at Duncan. All these guys were looking at Kyle Lowry. Later in the first quarter, they're looking at Tyler Hero. Caleb Martin's getting these open shots. He's like, all right, I'm just going to keep firing away here. And he makes like six of his first seven or whatever it was. Um, He's doing the dunks. He's getting the offensive rebounds in key moments. He just – there's a control to his game now. He is is much better than a two-way contract player. He will get at some point a spot on the 15-man roster. That's a matter of when, not if at this point, David. Um, But – just, hey, it's another great find on the undrafted free agent pile, I guess, for the Miami yeah. Heat. Miami's latest successful
1: reclamation project, right? Yeah. Another guy that was waived, chosen by the Charlotte Hornets. Could probably use that kind of left length, defense, uh, energy, et cetera, but just they not getting guys. the consistent playing yeah. time. Yeah, he wasn't getting the kind of playing time there. In Miami, they were able to take that energy to harness it and and to continue to develop. And that's why I think we start to see improvements. Like early on in the season, making a great play every once in a while, as you said, a great dunk, a great you know, deflected pass, something along those lines, but following that up with a, a common mistake. Those things happen, but he's kind of slowly, as you said, edged those out of his, of his game. And, and just tonight, had the full repertoire going. Not just mm-hmm. that, but the attitude to back it up. He was... Cocky Caleb Martin out there. Yeah. Pushing Bobby Martin, blocking him, like just getting into it, mixing it up. He, he was ready to throw hands at a couple points. I thought it was going to get a lot chippier than it did. There's some real tension there. You kind of bring in this new blood, and all of a sudden, things start to boil over. This is a great yeah. rivalry. I'm not sure if they're rivals necessarily. They've met twice in the playoffs. A third match. Oh, this, this is a rivalry. Was- is it? Is it officially? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot these teams of teams don't like each there,
0: other. Right? Uh, these You're teams right. don't like each other, and I think the fact that PJ Tucker has now come over from one side to the other that establishes it. Like this that's the Ray kind Allen of thing. In that, 2013. Yeah, like, like, that's the juice of a good rivalry needs, right? Like two two playoff yeah. meetings in a row in today's NBA with all the turnover is kind of enough. Like you don't. It doesn't need to be Heat <laughs> Knicks in the 90s, right? Like there's so much turnover. Right. Two years in a row, it's like oh, like these are like. These are well, well-worn well battles at this point, but the, the P.J. Tucker element is a whole other thing. Back to Caleb Martin, though. He's
1: an elite athlete, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, okay. The leaping ability, just the timing. I mean, we've we seen him use that baseline move a couple of times. He, hit what, he juke, like Drew Holiday completely out of yes. the way, used a scatter yes. step there, got right past him, and flushed it through Chris you don't, Middleton, this as they is, said, making a business decision to get out of his way. A phenomenal play from him. You don't get wide-open dunks against Milwaukee. That's the whole point of their defense.
0: You don't get wide open dunks against Milwaukee. Giannis is the best help defender in the NBA. One of the best help defenders in NBA history. Uh, I know they don't have Brooke Lopez in there. I don't care. We should Uh, But Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, they don't let guys get by them very often. And if they do, Giannis is always there to clean it up. And Giannis does not have the Jimmy Butler assignment to worry about in this game. You don't get those kinds of dunks against the Bucs. Caleb Martin got like three of them tonight, it felt like. Certainly one of them, the one that you talked about, uh, that I could think of off the top of my head but yeah Caleb Martin is there and now the three point shot is coming along and I've heard I heard uh the Heat broadcast talk about this I've heard the ESPN broadcast tonight Caleb Martin 31% from 3 coming into this game but in the last in the six games before this game the last Caleb Martin's last six games entering tonight he was shooting almost 44% from three point range I, it's a small sample it was like it was uh I believe it was 7 of 16 I have it written down here 7 of 16 in the last six games, tonight obviously that percentage is going to go a lot higher uh, after a six for eight night. So he's shooting like fifty percent or something in his last seven games. Thirteen of
1: twenty four, right? That would be the, the the numbers there. So that's over fifty percent. So almost like fifty five percent shooting from three yeah. point range. That's that's pretty good. That's uh that's curry like. I, I it's a,
0: it's it is curry like, and it's a small sample. But I sure. think it's an important sample because I think it just goes hand in hand with some of that growth that we're talking about. With more control, taking the right shots in the flow of the offense, that three-point shot is going to come. I'm still not – it still looks a little funky to me. It, I kind of feel like he shoots coming down a little bit, but
1: it works for him lately.
0: And if It was the confidence, though.
1: It was mm-hmm. the confidence. Like, you could see it. Like when he, when you can he, see it. When he knocks down that first one, it's like, okay, I got this. And then he starts getting the kind of vibe yeah. from the game. He starts playing, talking a little bit smack, and then all of a sudden he's just – like he, he wasn't hesitating, which is something yeah. we've seen from him in the past. He catches the ball on the on the on the on the, sh- on the shoulder in the corner there, and he kind of says, "Oh, should I take this three point shot now?" He was taken. He was aggressive with that shot, and you know why not? It was he was confident. He was feeling it, and it was a career high. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal game from Martin. Like I can't believe that kind of energy that he brings. And look, when you're missing Jimmy Butler, you got to get it from somewhere. Martin certainly provides it. Yeah. I'm only I'm hopeful that when Jimmy comes back, whether it's in a week or less, who knows if Martin is able to kind of sustain this because right now you're not getting much of a performance from Duncan Robinson, but at least you're getting this incredible game from Caleb. Well, they need a guy
0: like this. This is the guy they yep. needed a two way wing. Caleb Barton has the length. We talked about he's playing out of position when they put him in the four in small ball lineups. But when he's playing like this in Jimmy Butler's spot at the three, he is yep. very much in the right position. He's got the length and the athleticism that I think this team desperately needs. I think even when Oladipo comes back, who's that wing guy that they've been sort of waiting for that two way wing guy that they've been waiting for. Uh, Caleb Martin has deserved these minutes. I still think that they're a body away on the perimeter, but if Caleb Martin can do this, it's not as big of a deal. Uh, a little bit more. Uh, once a, one more inside and observation on Caleb Martin before games, now you can see the assistant coach that he works with, uh, coaching him through, um, I, I, be, I believe, uh, I don't want to get the name wrong. I forgot what assistant coach exactly it was. AC, but, it's Anthony Carter, isn't it? Anthony at Carter. Sometimes it's Anthony Carter, but it's not all the time. Whoever he works with a couple different coaches, but um, yeah. they're really working on that three point shot specifically when he brings the ball down. You know that 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 down and up that that three point shooters you know work on. Um, yeah. They're working on it quite a bit, and I think you're seeing that release happen a little bit quicker, and that's why these shots maybe look a little bit more on the flow of offense. So there is a, a recognition on the Miami Heat part that hey, this three-point shot has to be going in for this guy to get on the floor and be contributing consistently. Um, so a tip of the hat, credit to the Miami Heat's coaching staff for doing the work that needs to be done with Caleb Martin. Um, all right. Uh Anything else on Caleb Martin before we talk about some of the other players? I
1: mean, we could we could call this the Caleb Martin episode. Uh, I think should. a lot of people we, we probably should. That'll that'll be the name on YouTube. It'll be uh, <laughs> Caleb Martin carries Miami to victory over. Caleb Milwaukee.
0: Martin and the Martinets beat beat the Bucks one thirteen to one hundred four. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about some of the other big performances from the game. But first, David, tell the listeners about our new sponsor,
1: Stance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you haven't heard about it, but they've been founded in two thousand nine. Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborations for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Kind of like the Tyler Hero of socks, underwear, and active apparel. How soft and comfortable do they feel? They feel incredible Everything that you could possibly want in an undergarment is what you get out of Stance. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at Stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. That was the wrong sound. This no, one. because that's Caleb Martin. That's money, baby. That's money. <laughs>
0: I love it. Uh Billy Coon writes in, Caleb and Struess are solid. It's nice to know guys like them can come off the bench as well. Can I buy real estate on Martin Island?
1: Hell yeah. Everybody's invited. It, hey, Martin, Key?
0: Be there. Key Martin? Key Caleb? <laughs> uh, Caleb Key. Caleb Key. Uh Sheldon Fisher, we need some boosters to pay Caleb Martin. I love that. Yeah. We, got, we need some boosters, maybe some University of Miami hospital money. Get him that Mario Cristobal contract. I love it. Um, all right. Thanks for everybody that's uh, posting in the chat here. Um, let's get to some other player grades really quick. We talked about P.J. Tucker, um, the grade that we're giving him. Another A-plus, another A right, from P.J. Tucker. Is there anything else we could say about P.J.'s defense? Because I think when, when you unlock this version of P.J. Tucker, and I don't know if it was just the fact that Giannis was the other guy on the other side of the court. We hadn't seen this level of intensity from P.J. Tucker in I would say about two weeks. And when he plays like this, it's a game changer. Defensively, it's a game changer. The way he fights after rebound, I don't even care if he gets the rebound half the time. He's just mucking it up. He's making it hard. I mean, for other guys, he's he's fighting for a knife in the mud, to use a succession term right now. And it, it's just it has an impact on the way the other team plays. It has an impact on the energy that his teammates play with and respond to him with. And when he's knocking down the threes, when he's going to that floater, he had that great little jump hook in that first half. That I know we've seen ben his Gundy floater over, over in the lane, but too. he made that over like three bucks defenders. And I was like, whoa, what's going yeah. on here? Um, yeah.
1: This version of P.J. Tucker changes everything. Passing on the move, like off the dribble. I mean, oh, like, they were yeah. <laughs> really, really, really great performance. from I don't know how much more you can add. It's just like obviously the out of the kumpo matchup, not, a, not just is there an extra level of hype about it, but also it's the right kind of matchup for PG to dominate because Kumpu relies so much on his physicality because he's so much bigger, faster, stronger than everybody else. But Tucker doesn't care. He uses his size, as limited as it is, his strength and his leverage to be able to just challenge things. When you have a guy like Adetokounmpo, that doesn't have much of his offensive repertoire. He's basically just relying on that level of physicality to be as successful as he has been, which is pretty damn good. Tucker can mitigate that, at least hinder him a little bit. A lot of Adetokounmpo's points, remember he only went 4 of 13, a lot of his points were at the free throw line on some really dubious foul calls. So uh, I think it was a phenomenal performance from Tucker, and hopefully we'll continue to see more of this later on. He should take Saturday off at this point. He needs the next two days off because it was a hell of a game from him. You love just giving
0: players off. That's like your. I think that's your shtick for the season. You just want like he's, let's give Duncan Robinson days off. Just, he's 36. Yeah. No, these guys.
1: time. He's thirty six.
0: The hell of that, David. They got a big game Saturday against Chicago. I say you continue the momentum. Um, right. I'm just throw them all out there. Uh, all right. This is the time. This is the time to just wear them down. December. Everybody knows December basketball is really when it matters. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do they? But that kind of relates to the big question I want to ask you. Let's zoom out a little bit. I think we've pretty much covered right. the bases on this game. Mm-hmm. This was a really good win. The depth really stepped up, but it was at yep. home. The yep. depth stepped up in a bit big way because Caleb Martin scored 28 points and Max Drews had a really big fourth quarter. Do you think he'd have enough depth at
1: this point? I I think so. I'm, I'm leaning there. I've been leaning there for most of the season. We've seen... Big performances from bench players, and that's kind of what it was. Look, we can't take away from the fact that as strong as these performances were, Kyle struggled in the first half. Duncan was basically a non-factor. Just didn't seem like he was as engaged as we've seen over the last week or so. Uh, Struess was okay. uh, Actually, kind of downright bad in the first half, particularly defensively, something you've been consistently pointing out, and that's why he didn't get that kind of playing time. But Spo to his credit, made the right choice and plugged him in there in the fourth, and it paid off immensely uh you know Tyler Hero struggled I don't know Uh, oh seven he wasn't much of a factor in something that we were hoping that maybe he'd be able to go in there we use his size but just didn't have the timing didn't couldn't figure out what to do on the floor yes I think you have enough depth but you're kind of relying on these players to to kind of carry this team it kind of reminds me a little bit of some of the lesser versions of the heat like those years in between the big three and Jimmy Butler's team where you kind of were like hoping that Josh Richardson had a big game or hoping that, uh, that bumpy had a big game where somebody had to find a way to step up because you weren't getting consistent offense. Now maybe that's kind of the way it feels, but at the same time, well, you're missing Jimmy, you're missing Bam. That's the big thing. That's what it is. So Uh, somebody has to step up, but you know, can they step up when Jimmy and Bam return and are taking away a majority of those touches? That's the big question. And I think, as long as they're starting to slowly build that kind of confidence and get these reps, it's only it's only beneficial. The difference between these teams and this and, the, and those other teams in the past was they didn't have that superstar. There was right. nobody at the top of the hierarchy to carry them through that next level. Now you're getting all these great performances from other guys that know they can contribute, that know how to uh, you know understand their role and how to play alongside a Jimmy and Bam. So I think yes, the answer to answer your question, they do absolutely have enough depth. I still think they're a body away. And I don't think that's a huge statement, considering
0: they only have 14 of their 15 roster spots filled right now. I think even if you bring up Kayla Martin, I think there's maybe another move to be made. I don't think it's gonna. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be you know big flashy John Wall, Kevin Love type of buyout guy. But even a guy like Terrence Ross, who there's been you know rumors that he could get bought out by Orlando, or even Mm -hmm. like Garrett Temple, who could get bought out of you know that dumpster fire happening in New Orleans right now. I like Temple. I, I just, just like a savvy veteran dude who could just be long, come off the bench, and just do something for you. Who you could trust in a playoff type of setting. Not sure that counts for Terrence Ross, but he can be a bucket getter at some points. Yeah, um, that's
1: the, that's the
0: thing. So I don't know. I, I but overall, you put Jimmy back on this roster. You put Bam on the, on this roster. Starting lineup is healthy. Duncan Robinson is out of whatever this thing is. Um, yeah, I think that there's enough here. But to me, just as big, uh, I, I know Caleb Martin had the big the the big box score. Max Struess with that big fourth quarter, all that stuff. That doesn't happen if not for the the adjustments that Eric Spolstra made. Going back to Baby Rage Miami here in the chat here, I love how Spo changed the lineup. That was part of it. You have Kayla Martin starting for Jimmy Butler instead of Tyler Hero. You put Tyler Hero back into that sixth man role. It wasn't like Hero had a great game, but I, I think that empowered Kayla Martin to play his position, like we were talking about earlier. And you get a huge energy boost from him. I think this is pro- this could be one of the this this might end up being the worst. Game of Heroes season. I mean, it's quite, yeah. it was not a great, like, hero is going to come out and score 20 points every other, you know, most, most every night.
1: Yeah, so I'm not it worried about that. Yeah. He'll,
0: he'll do it against the Bulls. He'll bounce he'll back quickly. Yeah. So Why I, I think play? that was part of it. Okay. And then I think getting Max Struess into those actions, finally, figuring out, okay, we can run him on those same Duncan Robinson dribble handoff type of moves before yeah. we were just sort of putting him out in the corner and just wishing for the best. And now you're using him. I thought what Eric Spolstra did. When he said, "Hey, I need to get this team more organized," they did film work and they came out like tonight, looking what David more organized. And I think that was just that was the empower. That's what you have to do for these role players is you got to find ways. It's not just about running stuff for Bam and Jimmy and Kyle. They'll figure out their stuff. They don't need organization. That's actually why. That's what makes those guys so good is the improvisation in their game. But those other guys do need that organization. And I thought Spo did a great job of that balancing act. What
1: okay? A quick question on Tyler. Why do you think he was so shaky with the ball? Well, like, why was he forcing those passes? Him and Kyle both, uh, with those number of turnovers and 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 here, in particular. Just seemed like he couldn't quite figure out where you know Dwayne Dedman was going to be or where anybody was going to be. He was he was watching these cutters go down the lane as he was handling the ball and just the timing was bad. I, can you just credit you know you know Milwaukee's length and their overall defense or was there something off about Tyler right. that you saw because I I don't know exactly what it I, was but my
0: my my initial sense what it, it was Milwaukee's length because they were keying into Tyler on a game without. Without Jimmy, without Bam, we keep saying it, yeah. but that's like, like yeah. who you're going to key in on offensively. It's Tyler, right? Um, yeah. You know that Lowry is going to take a minute to to warm up, and he's going to be looking to get other guys involved. Tyler's looking to just score right away. I thought Milwaukee just keyed on keyed in on him. They were doubling him. They were they were blitzing him. They were hedging him hard off of screens. And I thought the length was what gave him trouble. But I'd have to watch the game again to. That was just my first, you know, sort of yeah. reaction. Um, anything else? Do we have anything else on? Um, what do we think about well, KZak Paul? Let's end the show on this. KZ Paul. Let's do let's do yeah. six, sixty seconds on KZ. Uh, best game of his heat career. Not sure that we uh, can, team high
1: plus twenty three. Wes he played thirty two minutes. Dwayne finished the only game. Played thirteen. Yep. I mean, unbelievable performance from Paul. Did
0: it defensively. We talked
1: about how PJ yep. Tucker got into him. He adjusted.
0: He figured out what he had to do offensively. Hit big shots. Um, I think this is the sort of game where we talk about the development. Again, zooming out here, you talk about the development of KZ Akpala and how this moment with Bam out four to six weeks is so, it's make or break for KZ. This is a really good game for him and could be sort of that momentum thing that he needs to kind of take that next step that he needs to take. One game against a big opponent
1: and the biggest one of the season for Miami is nice. He's got to keep doing this. Yeah. And he's going to have limited opportunities, though, because, I mean, not every team is going to go small the way the Bucks did today. at uh, point. And I think that's where that's where he's going to flourish. Now, we'll see, uh, you know, against Chicago, they've got a traditional center there in Nikola Vucevic, but I'm not sure who their backup is. I, I can't recall off the top of my head who it is, but maybe Opala can continue to find some minutes there. Deadman's going to have his hands full trying to limit what Vucevic can do. I don't think... I don't think Opala is strong enough to handle a Vooch matchup at this point in time, maybe mm-hmm. some occasional no. minutes here and there. But I'd like to actually – I'd like to see Tucker start on, on him too because I think you kind of make – Vucevic uncomfortable challenge him out in the perimeter. If you if you do trot PJ out there, I think you start him on Nikola Vucevic and see what he can do because I think that's a, a good matchup that that Tucker might actually be able to mitigate an offensive minded player. Like Vuce is going to get his rebounds regardless, but maybe with you know Tucker's leverage and his strength and his ability to box out bigger players, maybe he can kind of take Vuce out of the game a little bit.
0: Um, we will have a recap of that game on Monday, right? But um, we will have a mailbag. On Friday, we'll have another episode on something on Thursday. Maybe we'll just talk about Caleb Martin for another 30 minutes on Thursday. But uh, start getting those questions in now for our mailbag on Friday. We're really looking forward to that. Um, and thanks to everybody who participated in the chat and our live uh, post-game show here. And uh, that's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked on Heat. Remember to subscribe to new episodes on YouTube or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Comment and leave a five-star rating. Reach us on Twitter at LockedOnHeat. Thank you for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. It's free. It's available on all platforms. David, thanks for joining me. What do we say around here?
1: (laughs) Wrap it up, B. That's right.